there. Last week on the podcast, we talked about blending phonemes and how blending phonemes may seem like kind of a baby skill or something that kids should already have in their repertoire, but the reality is it's really not. Uh, We talked about uh, quite a bit about how kids are coming in with skill deficits in phonemic awareness and teachers are kind of struggling to figure out how to drill down into those those areas. Well, this week we're going to talk about segmenting phonemes. And that's just another one of those phonemic awareness skills. It sounds really easy. Any student should be able to do it. But students are missing this skill. And and they're showing weaknesses in areas long after they should have mastered phoneme segmentation. So today, we're going to dive a little bit further into phonemic awareness and figure out how those segmenting skills can make or break student progress. Hi, I'm Jessica Curtis of Teaching Struggling Learners. I'm a boy mom and a veteran teacher. You're listening to the Reaching Struggling Learners podcast where we talk all about helping students succeed academically, socially, and behaviorally. Thank you so much for tuning in. So how many times have teachers complained about poor spelling skills of students? Or, or writing skills where we're just, we're missing letters, we're, we're not able to even phonetically spell them. It can be really, really hard to read students' writing. And yeah, okay, I get it. Handwriting is definitely an issue. But also just trying to decipher words with missing letters, missing sounds. I mean, First and second grade teachers, y'all are amazing at deciphering student writing. I mean, hats off to you. You're amazing. But as students get older, let's be honest, teachers have a harder time figuring out what students meant with what they were writing. Now, part of that is, you know, again, the missing skills. Also, you know, handwriting just it whatever the students leave second grade with, it's pretty much what they have, you know, moving on. But also because those older grade teachers, they're just not used to, they're not as skilled at and they don't have to practice nearly as much those skills of being able to read words that are missing so many phonemes, so many sounds in them. So a few weeks ago, I was talking with an interventionist who has been working really hard on phonics skills with a very particular student, and that student can read words just fine, but has a really hard time with, yep, spelling. And they just, they can't, for the life of them, spell those words correctly when writing. They know phonics rules, they're really good with phonics rules, but they're not able to apply them you know, when when they're having to do writing. And of course, you know, we checked for phonemic awareness skills. We did that screener. You'd be shocked, I know, to find that obviously segmenting phonemes, that was the really big, weak skill set. 
And while that student had absolutely no trouble blending the sounds together, it was the segmenting words to spell them. That was the nightmare. And it was really becoming extremely frustrating for the student because this student is very intelligent and just has so many ideas that they want to put on paper, but there's this roadblock between what's going on in their brain and and what they what they know and being able to get it out on paper quickly. So when the student would slow down, yeah, we could get quite a few of the sounds on the paper, but that slowing down was preventing the student from getting all their thoughts out in an appropriate way. So of course we have to work on segmenting sounds, right? I hear you. You're telling me, oh, that sounds like a baby skill. These kids just need to learn to memorize the the spelling words and all that. Um, yeah, we've been trying that. How's that going for you? It's not it's not going so well, is it? Yeah, I know. I know. So first stop, when we're talking about segmenting phonemes, remember those phonemes, they're just the individual sounds and words. So when we want to segment up a word, we take the word, I'll go back to the easy ones, cat or dog, and you just give the, the whole word to the student, cat, and they have to segment it out into the individual sounds, k, a, t. And that, that's all that, that's really all that we're trying to do with segmenting. Of course, with all of the phonemic awareness pieces, we're not trying to attach any letters or anything to this because that would be, that's, that's when we start talking about phonics. This is the precursor to that. So we know all the words are made up of various numbers of phonemes. They're all mixed together and then breaking it down. That's how we write words, how we spell. And it really does, it helps with blending. Um, if student, students who can segment words out, that it makes it easier for them to blend as well. But again, it's one of those things that sounds easy. And a lot of students just kind of naturally pick it up when, when teachers are kind of breaking things down. A lot of times, Teachers will, will say a, a word very slowly. Instead of breaking the sounds into the separate pieces, they'll say cat like that. And I mean, I don't know how many times I've, I've done that for students to help them spell something. But if I just taught my student to segment the, the different sounds in the word, they could have done that themselves and, you know, save me some time that I could have gone and helped somebody else. But, you know, you live and you learn. But one thing that I do want to say that is in a lot of different standards in a lot of different states, this segmenting skill links very, very closely with the manipulating phonemes skill, which we're going to talk about in a couple weeks. But this is and manipulating phonemes from when I was working with that age group that is always focusing on that. It can either go really easily for students or the students just just don't get it. They don't understand what you're trying to get them to do with the words. 
If that's, if you're coming across students that are like that, I want to encourage you to take a step back and go back to segmenting and blending phonemes because that's, that's really where the, the basis for that other, the manipulating phoneme skill comes from. So a question that I've been getting a lot is, is this going to help my student? And particularly, how is this skill going to help my students? Because we don't have time to waste on useless skills. If it's a skill that we can skip over, we're going to skip over it, right? I want to encourage you, don't skip over segmenting. I know it sounds easy. I know it does. It seems like it's just something that they should be able to do. But it links directly with being able to write words phonetically. And we know that the students who can write phonetically have stronger writing skills as they go, they go on higher into grades. And again, how many have we had, how many times have we as adults, we're sitting here trying to figure out how to spell a stinking word and we don't have Google, which I mean, when do we not have Google? But I don't want to talk about that right now. But you sit there and you have to, you have to break the sounds down to try and figure out how to spell the word. Spelling is important. It really is, even though we kind of try to mask it a little bit. But that's, again, another podcast episode when I have a little more time. Uh, so we know that these, the, some students do struggle. They take uh, to take a word and break it down into all its little phonemes. That means that when they phonetically spell those words, they could miss the sounds which means they're missing letters in the words, makes it really difficult for us to understand what they're writing. And it really makes it hard for others to understand what they're writing too. That reduces the kid's ability to communicate through writing. And students weak in that area, they're probably going to struggle with manipulating sounds and words also. Just like with the others, uh, with the other phonemic awareness skills, this skill set builds into later skills like adding prefixes, suffixes, all those kinds of things. So hopefully I've convinced you to, you know, at least try working on the segmenting phonemes. What do you do? You remember last week when I suggested using the joints in your arm? to teach blending. And that would go, uh, the way I suggest to help with the blending is you, you know, put your arm out in front of you and, you know, you say the word, but you say it smoothly, cat, cat. And you move your hand down your arm, uh, touching, you know, different areas of your arm to, to show the different phonemes. For segmenting, you're going to start there with the, the smooth blending, and you're going to put stops in between the different phonemes. So instead of cat, you're going to go k, a, t, and hop your hand from one joint or one part of your arm to the other. Again, just like uh, with blending phonemes, having that visual for the students, and even better if you can get the students to do it on their own hands. I've done it with body, um, with your body, like the first sound is your head and second sound is shoulders, your waist, your knees, you know, so on and so forth. And just breaking down body parts 
to get that kinesthetic, to get the kids, first of all, up and moving, because what kids don't need to be up and moving, but also just to help give a little bit more reality to a very, very abstract concept. Um, another way to, to do it is to have students say the word more quickly or slowly. Again, teaching them to, ch to change the way that the word sounds. That helps them to start to discriminate between the different phonemes in the word. Uh, just like with blending, you really want to practice this daily if you can, but only for a few minutes, three or four minutes tops. This isn't something that you want to really pound into kids, you know, for 45 minutes and, you know, every day for months on end. That it really is something that you can kind of incorporate throughout the day as much as possible. If you can do that, you're, you're really going to see some big improvement pretty quickly for the students. Um, of course, we want to make sure that our skill practice is as fun as possible. If you can figure out a way to make a game out of it, again, like using, you know, head, shoulders, knees, and toes, that kind of thing to, to get the kids moving and make a game out of it, maybe go faster, slower. It, it can, it can really be a lot of fun for the kids and for you. Cause I mean, it's really funny when the kids are all hyped up and learning. I mean, I enjoy it. And then, of course, the almighty downtime, transitions, those kinds of things. Using those times of the day to, to kind of snap kids out of whatever they were doing and get them into a new mindset. Using those transitions to practice this skill is, is really one of the best things that I, I did when I was, you know, working with this age group. Um, the more that we practiced it, the quicker they got it and it was just fun and it just became part of what we did in the classroom. And even the kids that started out completely unable to segment or blend phonemes and words, they were really kicking it a month or two down the line. So I really do suggest don't pound this into kids for long periods of time. But just give it a little bit of practice throughout the day. You're really going to see some big, some big improvements. So you know me. I am all about progress monitoring. How would I progress monitor this? Of course, I'm always going to have my charts. I'm going to have, you know, all the materials that I need to track the words that the students can segment. Just like with blending, you're going to want to choose uh, the number of phonemes in the word that you want the kid to, to segment out. So I suggest you start with easy words, you know, go with the two sound words, eat, uh, tea, be, it, we, those kinds of words. And just start with words with two phonemes. And as they get better, more comfortable with it, bump it up to three, bump it up to four to five phonemes in a word. I really wouldn't, I don't, I don't think I ever really worked on doing phonemes more than, more than five phonemes in a word, just because once they kind of got to that four or five range, they were, they were good as gold on it. Um, it, it they, they really, I don't think I ever had a student that struggled with applying it to more and more you know, phonemes in a word. Um, 
<clears throat> and not to mention, we, we do have a time crunch. Uh, now, if your student is kind of struggling with that generalization, you might want to try out a few. And if they're really not getting it at that higher number level, you're, you're going to want to keep going. But I really don't think I... Uh, no, no, I definitely never worked on any words more than five phonemes in a word. So, and again, once I got to that level, I was mixing it up. I'd give the kids, you know, two through five sounds in the word, phonemes in a word, uh, for them to practice or to assess them. Um, and then, of course, I have gone ahead and added a progress monitoring product up on um, Teachers Pay Teachers. I'll link it here uh, in the show notes and it's on my website. But um, it's the cards and all the tracking materials, the charts, all that are ready to go. And I just put it together last couple weeks just to try and make life a little bit easier for you. I mean, I've been doing this for a really long time, but especially if you're newer to this game or you're really trying to hone in on specific skills for IEP goals or progress monitoring for MTSS or RTI, it helps um, or it has helped me to have very specific, this is what I'm doing for this goal um, or this type of goal. Uh, if you're interested in doing more phonemic awareness progress monitoring, I have added the this product, the segmenting phonemes, to the growing bundle. Um, and so I'm just adding to it over the next several weeks as we go through this, this podcast series. Uh, again, it's just going to have all the progress monitoring for all four phonemic awareness areas. Um, and I have started kind of sneaking in a few little activities. Um, my main focus is to help uh, help you guys with the progress monitoring, the actual collecting of the data and, and the assessment piece. But um, as I look at, you know, doing some of the activities, some of the fun stuff, I'm adding that in too because, you know, can't hurt to have a few bonus activities in there. All right. So if you have any questions on any of this, I would love for you to reach out to me on Instagram. I am at Teaching Struggling Learners. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, same name, Teaching Struggling Learners. And I would really love it if you tune in next week. We're going to be talking about beginning, middle, and ending sounds. So I really hope it that you tune in because it really does help all these skills help with those higher level skills. But I want to talk about how we can teach the skill quickly and easily. So I hope you tune in. Until next time, may your coffee be strong, your students calm, and your small groups small. Bye. <laughs>